0: The Pharisees, they they were often worried about Jesus, that he didn't take the law very seriously, uh, that that he didn't really think it was that important, because he would hang out with sinners, and he would do things that seemed um, different to what they were used to. But here Jesus is not just saying that the law is important, but the way that he understands it is um, very challenging, that we have to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. And the way that we're to do that. It's not just to love our friends, but to, to love our enemies. You know, to love those who persecute us. I don't know about you, but I find it hard just to love my friends. <laughs> and that we have to love our enemies. You know, the, those that hurt us. I read a story. It's one of Father King's stories, but I'll, he's not here, so I can use it. <laughs> but This story is about a priest, and he was, he's from America. And so from California and he was getting ready to go to sleep for the night and just as he was about to get rid of bed, the phone rang and it was a hospital which was actually two hours away and they were asking for a priest. And so the priest wasn't that excited, <laughs> he was ready for bed, and then he a little bit reluctant, but he thought I'll I'll just go. He felt it was important to go and so he drives and not only that it was a long way, but it was there was a bit of a storm going on outside. And so he drives through the storm and he gets to the hospital and he's about to, you know, goes into the room and there's a man in there. And the man is very <coughs> grumpy and he says, Get out of here. I don't want anything to do with you. And so the priest, he's a bit shocked. <laughs> he's travelled all this way and he's told to get out of the room. And so because of the storm, he can't jump in his car and go back home. So he decides that he'll wait. And so he's there for about an hour and he thinks, I'll just try again. So he walks into the room and he just says, no, get out of here. I don't want anything to do with him. He tells him to get out. And so the priest waits again and he thinks, I'll give him one more chance. And so he walks back into the room. And then the man says, all right. I'll tell you. And so he starts to tell the priest about his life. And I guess why he was so grumpy. And he's dying. And so he starts to share. And he says, about 40 years ago, that he used to work in the railways. And so he had the job to, uh, like how they would manually change the tracks. And that was his job. And he had to, he was on one Christmas. And so he wasn't very happy about that. And he'd had a bit too much to drink. And so anyway, he pulled the lever at the wrong time. And the train went onto the wrong track. And it hit a car. And in the car there was a mother and and two children just died instantly. And so he shares of just the the guilt that he had experienced all those years for all that time. And that he didn't make much of his life because he was just so regretful of what that ha- that happened at night, what happened. And so he's just lived a life of despair and just struggled and locked himself in a cage, in a prison. And so the priest is very intently listening to this man and he tries to find out exactly when this happened and where it happened. And this is a true story, and this is amazing, this part. Because the priest says, Now you may not have been aware of this, but there was a a little boy also in the car, and he survived. And he became a priest, and he's standing right in front of you now. And he says to the man, I forgive you. And he hears his confession and gives him absolution. But this man received God's forgiveness, but he received the forgiveness of this little boy who lost his two siblings and his mother. And it's an extraordinary story of God's mercy. And it's worth being told again if you've heard it, that God would just do this for this man to arrange the situation for him to receive this forgiveness so that he could receive this freedom that he would be able to die in peace. And so why I share this story is that to love our enemies, sometimes our enemies aren't that far away from us. That we make ourselves our own enemies. That we have things inside of our life that we wish that never happened. Well, there's just things in our life that we can't get over. And so we talk harshly to ourselves and we're like the Pharisees that can't receive the mercy. But Jesus is saying to us to be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect and to love your enemies. And it really starts with loving ourselves, to be able to forgive ourselves, to receive this great mercy of God. (coughs) This story just shows an extraordinary amount that God would go to, the length that He would go to for this man to receive mercy. But that God wants you to receive His mercy tonight, to receive his forgiveness. that as you receive that forgiveness that you're able to bring that mercy to others. And it's really through the power of the Holy Spirit that we're able to do that. That we are able to encounter our God who is kind and gentle and merciful to us as we prayed in the psalm tonight. That the Holy Spirit reveals to us who God really is. Because we think maybe he's like the Pharisees and we forget. But that God is kind and he is merciful. And he'll come into that place in your life and gently bring that healing that you need. To bring his light light into that darkness, to open that door of that prison that you may be in, so that you can receive his mercy, and that you can forgive yourself, and that you can (coughs) forgive others. So I invite you just to to open your heart tonight as we we celebrate this, this Eucharist, that we all share in that grace of the Holy Spirit through our baptism, through our confirmation, to really receive this great mercy of God, who is kind and gentle of heart.